Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Hey guys, this is Stephanie, um, giving a try at starting out podcasts. Um, we are so happy to be with you this morning. And wait a minute, what's this all about, man? My best friend Doug is here with me today, and um, he's prepared to make you laugh and cry all at the same time. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully more laughing than yeah. crying. So, yeah. um, but Doug, how's your week been? You know, it's been a great week. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, we've walked 35 miles in the last seven we days. We have. It gives you that feeling of accomplishment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a few times, honestly, that I was tempted to do four, but that would have messed up my OCD because we were counting by fives. And then somebody walked the Red River Trail. I know we talked about it yesterday, but, you know, with new shoes. So yeah, rule number somebody one, never walk was five a knucklehead. You might shoes. be a knucklehead if you walk five and miles. And speaking about you, might be, is shoes. it my turn? It is your oh, no, turn. Did you have another question? You asked me about how my week was. So my week has been great. I mean, here we are. We're, we're at our church. They gave us this beautiful apartment to stay in this mm. week. It's like it's as nice as any Airbnb I've ever it been It is. In. It's beautiful. Four bedroom, two bathroom. I mean, everything's going good. The bed has got, so our bed, Debbie and my bed, has about a three-inch foam thing. Does your bed have a foam thing on top of it? I don't know. I didn't look. She didn't look, but was it good sleeping? It's comfortable. Very okay. comfortable. Same here, folks. So if yes, you've got a bed, no if, you've got a, if you're taking care of people, if you're putting people up, put foam on top of it. This, this, the, the beds here are over the top great. Oh, I'm oh. very happy. And then, and, yeah, and we ate some Olive Garden today, and that was over the top. And we went to Kroger, and, and uh, I just want to let you know that I think this has been one of the better weeks. But now, anyway, going back, now, are we I at would, the knucklehead? We there? are, yeah, because it is your turn to inform us okay. what might qualify you as a knucklehead. You might be a knucklehead if you're mean. Ouch. M-E-A-N. Wow. You know, folks, you if you walk around here, I mean, yeah, that, I think this is worse than being smelly, dirty. <laughs> uh, I think this is worse than people saying, get over it. Well, get up, that falls mean. under the category, but that, I agree with you. It's that pretty, is me. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I there's no like, empathy. I like turning things upside down, the question and answers and stuff. This is kind of a new thing for me. I'm kind of, <laughs> I think I'm enjoying it, but listen. If you're mean, you know, you're definitely not, ex, you're not exemplifying uh, the Lord Jesus Christ with your life. I agree. And if you're mean, you know, people don't want to be around you. And if you're mean, people aren't going to want to do fun stuff with you. It's like, hey, jerk, you want to go for a walk? They're like, get lost, dude. And even worse yep. implications can be involved with marriage, kids, and all those types of things. You could, you could make a whole family of mean people if you're mean. That's true. Before you know it, a whole generation of mean people could be. Yep. Yeah, if you don't believe me, I mean, look at the government. (laughs) Where did they come from? Mean people. Yep. So you might be a knucklehead if you're mean. That's all I'm saying. Wow. You might. So be kind. Be compassionate, especially to kids and dogs and stuff. You know, I mean, don't treat dogs bad. And Mm -mm. and and you know, listen. So Stephanie has this great dog. 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. The dog's name's Thor. We had to go down this trail. T-H-O-R. And I'm advocating for Thor because I want Thor to be married one day and have puppies everywhere. So so my will for Thor, all right, my prayer, and I I hope you all join me, is that (laughs) Thor gets a white, tall poodle wife. Thor's nope. a golden retriever, and they'll make these golden doodles, and everybody, nope. they're like snickerdoodle cup cookies. Everybody <laughs> likes them, and they make the world a happier place, so they make people feel kind. Anyway, that's, that's you might be a knucklehead <laughs> if you're mean, and uh, I didn't mean to get on the Thor road on you. Oh, yes, he did. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> he tried to counsel me Thor. the entire walk today. I love you, Thor. Roof, roof, Thor. <laughs> I'm there with you, buddy. <laughs> But no, we got to get very serious here. So we started this trilogy of psalms, really, uh, four psalms, a quadrity, uh, whatever you want to call it. Quadruplets. They're, Quadruplet they're, psalms yeah. of praise. And, and, and it ups the game when we get to Psalm number 66. And that's what we want to do. We want to come away from this devotion, this podcast, this radio broadcast, whoever you're listening to it. We want to come out of this with a higher level of praise. We want to... Uh, we want you to, you know, be joyful. We want you, and it kind of reminds me of Psalm 100 coming right out of the shoe. It says, make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Wow, that does sound like Psalm 100. It does, and it makes me feel good about it. Speaking about all nations, and when the Bible speaks about nations and lands, it's talking about people groups, really. Mm-hmm. But those, you know, United States is a people group. Mm-hmm. We're this big, mixed up people group, but we're a people group. Sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. We're going to spend some time on Psalm number three, uh, two and three here. Say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto me. We will be camping out there, friends. Look at four. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name, Selah. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves, Selah. O blessed, O blessed our God, ye people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard which holdeth our soul in life and suffereth not our feet to be moved. And so we wanted to stop at nine because we really want to take a look at these verses and kind of sort of how they come together for us and and what's going on with them. And Stephanie, coming right out there, make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. And I know you have a long reputation and you're known for picking on people who try to make a joyful noise. But I mean, what is that? My word. What what what's wrong, man? I have a reputation. Yeah, you okay, you've been you've folks, been nicknamed. Folks, there what's is a background here. Yeah. Okay, Liberty, if you're listening, I love you. I love you and too. And we are Liberty. companions you're in this in this being. persecution because Liberty and I made the mistake, and it was a grave mistake of which I have repented in just about dust and ashes, and I have asked forgiveness. And, but and forgiveness and I, is there. I'm just pointing to a Liberty fact. Liberty and I have been given the nickname MK and MK2. Which stands for music killers. 
But what what is what are we talking about? How do we make a joyful noise unto God? You can sing, you can shout. It's all that praise. You can yep. raise your right hand. Amen. You can raise your hand to him. You can raise both hands. But this is says a noise, so I think it's gotta be something verbal. You can clap your hands. Mm-hmm. You can make a noise. Oh yeah, my kids love to clap their hands. You know, I sometimes I've been known to be out of beat when I clap my hands. <laughs> so I like being a leader of the clap hands. You know, so when I, when I'd have like the youth groups or be like, I was the commander of Awana and commander of King's Kids, those types of things. And those groups, uh, you know, the kids would have to follow me and I'd do this, the stutter clap. That and, probably was hard for them. You know, yeah. if, you, if your clap is off, it could mess up the whole rhythm of a song. It can. So you can make a joyful noise. And I think, I think we can close out verse number one with this idea. You know, when you're in the car and when you're in the shower, uh, even when you're in church, wherever you may be, make a joyful noise. I don't just sing a song. You know, we write songs. I mean, we make a joyful noise. Them. We want to bring joy to them and, uh, and things of that nature. And we're actually saving some time at the end of this to tell you about our dear friend of ours who went to heaven. And we'll get to that in a minute, who always made a joyful noise on the mm. Lord. But look at verse number two, Stephanie. It says, sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Now that word, that takes you to a new place. Make his praise glorious. How do we do that? Glorious. Well, I think when you're praising God, doing it in a way that's pleasing to him, you know, that you're glorifying his name. You know, if we cannot glorify God, if we're doing things um, or whatever, singing in a way, however, and um, that would not lift him up, lift up his attributes and I think we glorify him. Um, we make his name glorious as we magnify him in a God-pleasing way. But I also think there's a sense in that in which, you know, you can have all the great music in the world. And if your heart is wrong, it is not going to be glorious. It's not pleasing to God if the heart's not exactly. right. Exactly. And so I think the heart plays into this too is, of is my heart glorifying God while I'm singing? Is my spirit glorifying God while I'm singing, while I'm worshiping? Um, if it's not, if you're hiding sin in your heart, you're not making his praise glorious. So I think there's multifacets there. Well, we have a responsibility. It's inevitable. You know, mm -hmm. sooner or later, we're going to sing praises on to God. Mm -hmm. But we have a responsibility to bring glory and honor on to God. Every knee shall bow, every flesh. We talked about that in Psalm All 65. flesh shall come before him. Yeah. And, and we're going to come before him. We're going to pra praise him here. Bring honor to him here. Bring glory to him here. So when you stand in front of him, you have a pure heart and a mind. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you know, friends, I mean, when we're going through the worst of times, when we're going through, when we're facing death's door, when we're, uh, we have people that have messed us over, you've seen people die in your arms and those terrible combat experiences, you first responders who do so much and, and, and you medical providers and all that. And then those of you who've been through those terrible abuse situations, Somewhere along the way, as you sing praise to a true and living God, to an omnipotent God, to an omniscient God, to an omnipresent God, I mean, when you start singing praises to him, uh, I'll tell you what, it takes you to a different place. It transitions you. Yeah, there's, and that, that's where the joy of the Lord becomes your strength. When you yeah. choose to praise, God gives you his strength. And, and we're going to play that him. song where Stephanie wrote that third verse for my song, Fear Not Your Child, our song. She wrote that wonderful third verse and transitioned that so beautifully about joy. And I think that goes here. I think the verse she wrote on that, uh, not only is it poetic, but I think it fits. Mm. He is my joy. So to be glorious, 
I mean, that's taken glory to a new level. And friends, that's what this podcast is, or this radio broadcast. We got to remember to say radio broadcast because we got people playing us on radio now. Okay. So it's better to say radio and then have the podcast people say, oh, this is cool. We're getting to listen to radio. Okay. So okay. let's do that for now. All right. All right. All right. So that's what this radio show is all about is, is bringing praise in a glorious way. Is, yeah. and, and today we get to go through these four Psalms and we did the first one and, and, and glory and honor to God that those are watchwords that we need to live by. But then it says, say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works. I want you to explain that in a minute. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. So somehow explain verse number three to us, Stephanie. Tell us what's wow. going on there. Well, yeah. we know that God is great. And there's a sense in which when David says, how terrible are thy works, there's a sense of an awe, of a, of a fear, of a reverence of God. And um, when we stop and contemplate when we're truly worshiping God and we contemplate who he is, his greatness, his majesty, his power, there's a sense in which it leaves us trembling before him. Yeah. Not because we're terrified of him in the sense of like that he's this ogre, angry um, God waiting to smash us, but because of his greatness, the awe, the awesomeness of who he is should overwhelm us. It should leave us going, whoa, Um when he says that through thy greatness of thy power yeah. shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee, um, the supernatural submission that happens when God's enemies have to come to terms yeah. and with it's who he is. One after another. I mean, we're sitting here, we're talking about, you know, this is basically the miraculous history of Israel. It's the exodus of Egypt, the crossing of the Jordan, the defeat of the nations at Canaan. I mean, one after another, as we go through those verses, we're looking at the wonderful Jewish history of Israel. In so many countries, they, they, they blow off uh, what, what Israel, what God has done for Israel and the way God has protected Israel. And, uh, and, and you know, and I, I love to praise glorious and, and to praise his glorious power. And then going into that next verse, and. God's works can be terrible against those who don't believe him and yeah. go in the wrong direction. And you nailed that nail right on the head. And, uh, and I, we see that through the book of Psalms. We're going to hit it again in Psalm 77, 78, 106. And I mean, we could just five more times we're going to be talking about that. And, and you know what? Christ is to believers today, those miraculous things. You know, the most miraculous thing I think that Christ ever did in my life, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but save me. That's a miracle. I can't believe that someone like us got saved. Well, and I know in your case, this is true too, after things you've been through in life. But obviously the greatest miracle that we, that we experienced is having the Lord Jesus Christ keep his promise yeah. to cleanse us from yeah. our sin as we came to him for salvation. But he does this in a very real physical way, too. I know in my life, um, when I look back even just over the last couple of years, I should have died six times, five, six times. Without a shadow of a doubt, I should have died. Mm. And I'm not. And, and I'm thankful she's and, not. And you've been through things that should have left you dead. And you're yeah. not. And um, 
he is our savior. He's our savior spiritually. He's our savior physically. Um, just wow, what he does for us. I think, and I think that's where David is here. That's why he's praising and magnifying him in this first part of this chapter is because he's reflecting on God's goodness, on the salvation of the Lord and all that that entails. Mm. And that's true. And I mean, look at this next verse. It says, all the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name, Selah. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. Remember that? Yep. Remember where he parted yep. the Red Sea? Man, I want to. I hope that we get to go back and see some of that in heaven, that we get to see old video or something. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I want to see that. Uh, turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. Uh, there did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves, Selah. Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul and life and suffereth not our feet to be moved. And, you know, as I just went through that last group of verses, because I know we're saving some time to talk about our dear friend who, who just went to heaven. But I, I, you know, as I went through that, I was reminded with every verse that everybody listening to this radio show right now should be praising God for those things they've been through. Yeah. That they came through the other side and they're alive. We should be praising God uh, that we have a radio or a phone or a computer. However you listen to this today, what a praise that is. We should be praising the God that our souls were saved before we spent eternity in a sinner's hell. We should be praising God for all those things. Yeah. And, and so step by step, we need to praise God because he can be terrible to the rebellious. Yeah. He could be terrible to those who try to hurt us. Well, and there's comfort once you do know the Lord. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. That, that verse 7 is an encouragement to me. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. We see a lot of rebellious yeah. people exalting themselves right now. And God's saying, I'm in control here. Stop it. Cut it out. And there's going to be a payday for your Stop rebellion. Stop the nonsense. So I, it makes me say, God, I, I'm going to choose to not rebel because you're watching. Stop and I want to be found. Yeah. yeah. I want to be found obedient and praising you, worshiping you, and serving you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, here's, here's a very important facet of, I think of all of us and our characteristic as human beings. We're not praising people. We kind of want things to fall together and be good. We want everything to be about us and fall together. I mean, that's just who we are. You go to a restaurant, your steak's a little overcooked, you get mad at it. You know, your salad's a little wilty, you get mad. I mean, if things aren't going perfect, uh, but you know what? We're not appraising people. We're a people that's like, hey, dude, this steak is overcooked. We're, <laughs> we're kind of people like, hey, you know, my feet hurt. I wore new sneakers. And I'm not picking on Stephanie. That could, <laughs> that could be millions of other people. But I'm just saying that. I think, I think we need to be a praising people. And I want to yeah. talk about a praising person. Yeah. So we, we, we've wrapped up 66. I want to give you a practical side of this. And that's this. Praise God for everything. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. That's not the song we're doing today. But do that. Uh, mark your blessings down. Uh, you know, sit down and say, God, you bless me with this. You bless me with this. You bless me with that. Uh, don't, don't major on the negative juju. You know, don't go to that uh, uh, that place where you're depressed and 
Don't go to that bad place. Go to that closet where you're alone with God. And don't hang around with people that are negative or unthankful because they will rub off on and you. be kind. Yep. Don't be mean. Boy, isn't that funny how that you, the knucklehead moment just went totally perfect? It did. Uh, it does that every day. It did. It, it's, it's a sign that the Lord was very much oh, in, in. They're not inspired. That. Well, we we have to admit that they're not oh, inspired, no, they're but not. certainly they they're falling together real nicely. <laughs> and you got to believe God's a major part of that. So anyway, our dear friend, uh, a lady I knew since she was eighteen and uh, was a freshman at uh, a Bible college down in Haines City, Florida. Marissa Manis has, has graduated to heaven. And many of you know that uh, we wrote our, our song, one of our, our, I think our biggest hit song, to be honest, Fear Not My Child. Uh, that song was written, driving in my truck, I wrote Fear Not My Friend, and of course Stephanie fixed it like she does everything else, and then wrote probably the best third verse uh, of any song I've ever heard because it leaves you searching for God's joy. But I mean, you never met uh, Marissa face to face, but what do you know about Marissa from her Facebook page? and? And just getting to know her through social media. Well, it's it's very ironic. It hit me today, um, you know, as we were watching the funeral. And um, obviously her story is very... Yeah. Very real. Um, but it's amazing when you pray for someone, how the Lord gives you a love for them and... A kinship with them even if you've never met in person yeah and um, I had had an uncle that died let's see 13 years ago this year of the same kind of tumor that Marissa it was glioblastoma yes that took Marissa's life and um, so that made it special too but watching Marissa's story um, seeing pictures of her seeing the joy that she had in her face and you know, she was a mom. She was a mom to three beautiful little kids, and yeah, um, wife to Tim. As I have, as I've just obviously been praying for them hours and hours these last few weeks, especially um, knowing that her those precious moments with her were let you know were becoming fewer and fewer. Um, I was just picturing her today rejoicing you know rejoicing in the presence of the one she loved the one she she served hoping she and charles have gotten to meet up and say howdy yeah. for the first time and um maybe go have some coffee down at and Starbucks you know and marissa has i believe marissa received a special crown yeah me too because she was willing she yeah. truly received the crown of life because she gave up her life for her child and so the story there is and so the, the true, this is not fiction, this is reality. Uh, Marissa had a tumor and they were able to eradicate it and make her healthy. And then after having that tumor and being healthy, um, she, um, she got pregnant. She thought she was all better and uh, she got pregnant. And uh, while she was pregnant, the tumor uh, showed up. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a new one, the old one, whatever the case may be. And they told Marissa that she needed to have uh, an abortion in order to live and that she had a fighting chance at living a long life. And Marissa immediately said, I'm not murdering a human being so that I can live. And uh, folks, let me tell you, if you're not pro-life, you're not reading your Bible. Amen. And, uh, and that little baby Victoria is going to be many years, a little girl about a year old now. And 
her mama's in heaven. She's not going to know her mama, but she's always going to know what Marissa did for her. And Victoria and, is, um, you know, Victoria will always have in her testimony. Yeah. Yeah. The love of a mother, you know, Marissa showed her little girl, Jesus. Yeah. In a way, few parents get to show their child Christ. So, Marissa, uh, I know you can't hear us. Tim, uh, the Seabast uh, family, uh, all of you who've dealt with this, my landmark Baptist church family down there, and uh, all of you involved, all of you who so loved Marissa over the years, who uh, are pained right now. Hey, listen, we love you folks. And uh, this song, we wrote this song for Marissa. Marissa was on our mind when we were writing this song. And what a thing God did for her.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.